Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at wes, W-E-S, at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Welcome to episode 146 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and as I'm sure many of you are aware, the Disney Wonder has begun her inaugural season down under, sailing from various ports in Australia and New Zealand and visiting a number of different ports of call in the area. Really an exciting time for the Wonder and for Disney Cruise Line in general, but obviously in order to get to Australia, the Wonder first had to reposition from Vancouver where she spent a season in Alaska and then a brief dry dock in Victoria, British Columbia. The cruise that repositioned, or I guess began the repositioning of the Disney Wonder was a... I believe it was a nine-night cruise from Vancouver that ultimately ended in Honolulu after making a few stops at some of the other Hawaiian islands. A Hawaiian cruise is is one that has been on our bucket list for a long time, and we were actually scheduled to do one in the spring of 2021, but obviously those plans got canceled because of the pandemic. Still hoping to maybe do one someday, but now that our kids are older and in school and our, our schedules are a lot busier, it, it definitely makes it definitely makes it a whole lot tougher. But for this week's episode, I'm joined by my friend Lisa, who got to take this Hawaiian cruise and was kind enough to join me to discuss her experience. Hey, Lisa, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, Wes. It's always good to talk to you. It's great to have you on again. And I oh, and I forgot to mention, Lisa, of course, runs the Instagram account at See Ya Real Soon. So if you're not following Lisa on Instagram, make sure you're doing that. Uh, she shared lots of pictures and stories from this cruise that you'll uh, definitely want to go check out after you've heard this podcast because uh, just made me super jealous of all the, the fun times you're having while you're on this cruise. <laughs> it made me miss it even more going back and looking through those yeah, today. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I noticed that as I was explaining which cruise it was, I think I got the itinerary wrong. Uh, it, was, it a, was it longer than nine nights? It was um it was ten nights. It was ah. five sea days and four port days. Gotcha. Plus okay. embarkation yep. and debarkation. Got it. So a ten night Hawaiian cruise from Vancouver. So I do want to start in Vancouver because my family cruised from Vancouver to Alaska earlier this summer and we really, really liked Vancouver. I was wishing we got to spend a little bit more time there. And I think if we ever did an Alaska cruise again, we would we would try to spend more time in Vancouver. And so I believe you arrived a day or two early to Vancouver. Is that correct? We did. We um, we had one full day in Vancouver before 
embarking on our on our cruise. Yeah, so okay. we we had also done an Alaska cruise in the spring. So this was kind of like our third trip to Vancouver in the last few months. And I agree. I, I love it. It's a great city. Was there anything that you did this time that you didn't do on your previous visits? We did. Well, we went to the Capilano Suspension Bridge. You know, the weather in the Pacific Northwest is always a hit or miss. And so it was kind of rainy, not pouring down rain, just that constant, like you're in a cloud precipitation. But um, yeah, it's really cool. The best part about it is there is a free shuttle from Canada Place, which is where the ship docks. And you just jump on the bus every 15 or 20 minutes and it stops at a couple of other places on the way and drops you off at the entrance to the park. And, you know, same thing. You just kind of wait 15 minutes at the most to catch a ride back to Canada Place. And then once you're in the park, there's the long suspension bridge. Um, But then they've also built like a treetop adventure and there's little platforms around trees and smaller bridges in between and then at each of those little stations they have signage about the trees and the flowers and the plants and the animals and all the nature that's there and then the newest thing that they've added and I say new it's probably been 20 years since they did it but um there's something called cliff walk and it's a walkway along the cliffs of the, you know, like the side of the cliffs of these canyons, but I just nerves of steel. I don't know. I, I didn't think, I didn't think I, I had a thing about heights, but <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Is it, little... is it something that maybe someone who is adverse to heights might, might want to uh, consider avoiding? <laughs> yeah, you might, you might want to rethink that. <laughs> but they had a, a cool little station with raptors, like owls and, oh, cool. and falcons and, and and they had uh, wildlife experts there. I mean, it wasn't very crowded because the weather wasn't super great. But there's a cafe. There's a couple of cafes and a restaurant to eat and a gift shop. And I, I thought it was it was a nice afternoon. I wish the weather had been better. But um, I'm glad I'm glad we did it. I'd like I wouldn't mind going back. And how far away from kind of uh, from Canada Place was it? Do you remember? Well, if you remember on your last cruise when you go under the Lionsgate Bridge out out to sea um you go over that bridge to north vancouver and it's just right there on the edge i mean it's literally maybe a 20 25 minute bus ride from canada place okay that's cool it's definitely something i would consider if i was going to spend you know extra time in vancouver on either end of a cruise did you stay at the uh the pan pacific or was it a different hotel in that area we stayed, I, it turns out it was brand new. It had only been open a couple of weeks um, at the Azul Legacy Hotel. Um, they had a decent price and we could walk to the port. So, I mean, we rolled, you know, here we are rolling our suitcases down the street, but everybody was doing that that day. And so I want to say it was maybe two blocks away okay. from the port. And was it a it nice, it nice enough hotel? Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. No, it was very nice, and um, they couldn't be more appreciative of people staying there. And we'd stopped at a coffee shop on the way to the port and had some coffee. Was it and, Tim Hortons? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. A real coffee shop? <laughs> yeah, a little, little bit more than Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> 
So a little more fancy. So what was the actual itinerary? You said you mentioned the five sea days. What were the ports of call that the this cruise was visiting? So we had our five sea days, and our first port of call was Hilo, which is on the Big Island. The second um, port of call was Honolulu on Oahu. Then we went to Kauai, and the Wheelie Wheelie is the name of that port. And then to Maui, and then overnight back to Honolulu to Deep Harbor. Okay, wow. So this one actually hit four of the islands, of the Hawaiian islands, yeah. I'm, I may be inaccurate here, but I think those are really the only four islands that visitors can go to. There are other islands, yeah. but they're private. Yeah, no, I think you're right. But I was looking at the itineraries for the wonder coming back from Australia, and I think when that one sails a, a Hawaiian cruise back to Vancouver, I think that might only stop at two of the islands. So really cool that you got to do all four of them. Had you been to Hawaii before? Um, I have. I grew up in Arizona okay. and in college worked with a girl whose family lived in Hawaii. Her dad was in the military and I got to go for a vacation there and kind of fell in love with the place and wanted to, after I graduated, I my grandparents gave me a trip to Hawaii to go find a job and find a place to live and it didn't work out, but I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Hawaii. I like the vibe. I love the people. I I wish it wasn't so far away now that I live on the East Coast. Um, it's a big it's a big trip. It's yeah, a big trip. Right. Um, if you live in California, Arizona, it's not not so much. Um, but I, I love it. I. I, I love Hawaii. Okay. The other special thing about this cruise is it was the first one that the Wonder had sailed after its recent dry dock. So the Wonder spent not a ton of time in dry dock, but it had some reimagination done at a dry dock in Victoria. So you got to experience the dry dock enhancements for the first time. So did you happen to notice any of the enhancements while you were on board? There were some that were obvious, and then there were a few that were just sort of behind the scenes that I don't know, unless you were looking for it, you would have noticed. They had new carpet everywhere, so um, the carpet, it just, even if all they did had clean was, you know, give it a deep clean, it just seemed very bright and new, and it didn't have that new carpet smell. I was going to ask, oh, no new carpet smell? Which was good. (laughs) No. Uh, but it um, it was like like the atrium carpet was just vibrant and bright yeah. in the hallways, you know, in the corridors. Oh, it was it was fantastic. Um, I shared this on Instagram, but they there there's a medallion in the stateroom corridors, and it has sort of a, a world map, and it used to have ships on it. But they've removed the ships from that medallion. Now all there are stars where Disney ships, there's four stars, so, but where Disney ships are located in the world. There's only, um, there's only four stars on the carpet? (laughs) 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 So they took away the ships and didn't add another ship. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay. uh, Huh. Yes. But again, bright, shiny, clean. The carpets were new. Um, Another obvious addition was new diamond dynamic signs outside of all of the venues all of the lounges the kids clubs the restaurants and the movie theater 
the other obvious thing was uh, the promenade deck had been refinished. And that was looking pretty worn and dried out the wood on on that deck. So this it was nice, rich, new stain, uh, new, you know, shiny coat on it. It wasn't slippery or anything, but a nice coat on it. And the shuffleboard courts were not there when we got on the ship. In the on the sea days, they repainted those. They did ship them from the outside. You know, they were kind of along the railing. They've moved them up next to the oh. ship now. So okay. they're right right next to where the you hang gotcha. the poles and pockets on the wall. I'm, I'm sure the the runners will appreciate them being a little bit closer to the ship. My <laughs> my kids would always get in front of the people running, or you know, just completely oblivious to people running by. So. Maybe that'll help them get out of the way a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that probably had something to do. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I saw I saw one enhancement on Instagram. I don't know if you heard if you saw this or heard about this one, but at the at the front of the ship, I I forget what it's called. There's like a tower that sticks up, and there's I'm sure there's antennas and you know radar and whatever at the top of these things. But apparently, it wouldn't have fit under one of the bridges in. Australia or something, so they actually put hinges on it, and so now it can bend down for when it needs to go under the bridge. It, and I thought that was the coolest thing. Like that is like modern engineering at its finest. Just they they had a need yeah. that they had to make the ship a little bit shorter, so they put a hinge on this on this thing, and now it can fit under these bridges. I thought that was really really cool. I, I also read that. I did not know that at the time, but um, it made me wonder. I mean, because those. Bridges always seem like you're just barely right. making it underneath it anyway. I can't even imagine going under, you know, the Sydney Harbor Bridge and it's just that much lower. <laughs> right, you know, right, that, right. Uh, How funny is it that it's I mean, so that, low that they had to make a, a physical change to the, the structure of the ship so that it will fit underneath it. I thought that was funny. Another unseen update was that there had been a damaged propeller Oh, for a couple of well, last last Alaska season, so 2022, and and they have been operating with this damaged propeller for an entire year. So um, <clears throat> I do know that they replaced that, or replaced it, repaired it, whatever they fixed that. We also did get to uh, speak to uh, in the lobby. They'll have you know officer yeah. greetings. They had more than one of those. They had the welcome one, and then on formal night, and then they had they were there multiple nights to just be able to sit and chat and speaking to the lead engineer officer, he said that um, they had to scrape, you know, they scraped off the hull obviously because there's barnacles and things that grow and, and it slows down the ship and it slows down the efficiency of the ship. And they have to do that more often on the wonder because of the cold waters in Alaska. I thought that was really interesting. Really interesting. And then my husband asked the captain towards the end of the crew, he kept trying to find somebody that could answer her, but he wanted to know, you know, if they had data to see how much their efficiency changed. Oh, wow. And I'm not going to remember, but he, he said, Oh yeah. I mean, after five sea days, they, they knew how much more efficient and uh, not that they were going faster, but they, they had all of those measurements. Really interesting. Yeah. So let's see, some more updates was in the shutters area. You know, there's kind of two two spaces. In the old days, we used to have big, huge moving 
walls of photos that you uh, had to you remember go those? Through. Yeah, they had the physical Every pictures day. that you put inside there. Yeah, <laughs> and you would if you didn't if you knew you didn't want it, you dropped it in the Dropbox, yep. and then you hid the ones that you wanted and you keep them all together. Those are all gone, obviously, and they have kiosks. But in the room that has the shutters desk, they have now put in high end jewelry counters and a. A jewelry store, which I never saw anyone (laughs) shopping at. And barely saw an attendant there. So, um, yeah, that was was an update that I didn't care for. No, in the French Quarter, it had used to be just one opening in the center. And then it had kind of like a little fence around it. And there was just sort of one way in and one way out, maybe on the far ends of the of the lounge you could get in and out but they removed the fence in one more area just for to ease of getting crowds in and out of Mm -hmm. there i it was a small change i thought but i noticed it you know interesting who knew they also updated all the tvs in the state rooms we were told and there's a brand new funnel vision screen and i tell you that is night and day. You can tell a difference in the quality. Wow! Oh my yeah. goodness! I remember just oh my goodness seeing the the funnel vision screen on the Wish. Uh, I was like, wow, this is so much better than the, you know the fun, the funnel vision screens on the other ships. I wonder if it's a similar screen, but you could you could definitely tell a difference. Oh yeah, I mean, just you know the screensaver that that goes around. Now they've added all these screensavers, and the difference just from May until. Till the, this October, uh, I can't believe yeah. it. It was my my old eyes appreciated it. <laughs> nice. It was much more crisp yeah, and clear. Yeah. Let's see what oh, I see. Treasures, which is a gift shop that is down in the adult hour, the adult area, um, just outside of Crown and Finn. It used to have all of the costumes for the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, which I always thought was a little strange because that's like up on deck. 12 and then all the costumes are down in in this little dungeon area of the adult spaces but that's closed completely and they have those costumes now up in Bimbidi Bobbidi Boutique and in the gift shop and it they're currently using it for storage for the Alaska cruises oh wow so um I don't know if they'll turn it into anything else but I think there were probably lots of supplies that they just needed to take with them and needed storage for it. So that was just dark. Nothing there, nothing there, just a sign that said, go upstairs if you want to buy these stuff. The only other updates, oh, in the Oceaneers Club, they revamped the Disney Junior Playroom. Again, I don't spend a lot of time in the kids' (laughs) clubs. Um, (laughs) No, I I like to walk through there when there's an open house. And um, later, maybe we could talk about, they did offer some adult times late at night into the clubs where we could go in and play with the, play the games and all that (laughs) kind of stuff, which was kind of fun. But yeah, they did, there's a, there was a Disney junior area and it has been reimagined as Mickey and Minnie's captain's deck, which is on the wish. And it's got um, just Kind of looks very nautical, and they said that the same team that installed it on the Wish came to the Wonder and installed oh. this room on the Wonder. So it looks yeah. exactly it looks exactly like the one on the Wish. So, and that's cool. And then they also updated the laboratories in the kids' spaces and in the Oceaneers Club. 
they look like, again, on the Wish, but they're all Pixar characters on the door. And they just kind of go around this little room rather than girls' restrooms and boys' restrooms. It's all one big room now. Something I thought was cute. And again, anybody with kids on the ships knows this. I'm very late to this party. But there are Pixar balls above the doors. And those light up when somebody's in there. Who knew? Okay. They also don't. They also don't have locks on the doors in case kids get into trouble oh, wow. in the okay, bathroom yeah. and, and need help. Yeah, they don't have locks. So I was, but those were. I think those are the big one oh, was the, the, Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, right. The Wi-Fi I think got the wife. They they finally updated the Wonders Wi-Fi to kind of be in line with the rest of the fleet. I, did you use the Wi-Fi? Was it was it any better? I because I the last time I was on the Wish, even I thought the Wi-Fi with the new system wasn't very good so what did you have any experience with the wi-fi on the wonder i did i used it for the entire five c days okay do you remember which um, plan you had i did the the middle plan okay. whatever the middle one was and it, i thought it worked just fine oh, it good. served my served my needs i didn't really need it um but i wanted it so you had Lots of sea days with lots of time to with lots of time to fill. How did you spend your sea days? Maybe you know go through sort of the highlights of some of the things that you did. Well, because my daughter is um, a cast member on the ship, I tend to follow her around whatever she's doing. She uh, hosted a lot of family events, and she was given an opportunity to host a lot of big big events. So um, that was fun. I like trivia, so when I could squeeze a trivia in and be shamed into realizing that I don't know anything at all. Um, <laughs> I always say trivia is a very humbling experience because, you know, you go in there, you're like, oh, I know Disney. I know Disney Cruise. I, you know, I know all these topics. And then you just you realize you know nothing. <laughs> no, I, I'm always happy if I can get 50%. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I can walk out at 50%. Then I'm pretty pleased with myself. Yeah. And there were, they had lots of different ones. They did upgrade to the knows more trivia knowledge. So oh, yep. Knows more from the second Record Ralph movie. And it's all on iPads now and they're all shuffled. So they've added questions. The oh, chances for, for repeat cruisers to be able and go, you know, to just ace every, yeah. every trivia is is a little more challenging now okay um i was at one trivia though and they had the same question twice so they're still you know i guess working out some bugs to that but they, they said they have like a hundred questions for okay. each trivia now and it's just a random once they once they start it up and start that session nobody knows what what the question's going to be oh, so, that's a that's a big um, upgrade Nice. Yeah, I thought that was that was interesting. Yeah. The same people still won all the trivia. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Some people are really good at it. Some people are really good at it. So. I was very happy to sit down. I was just by myself at a Star Wars trivia, and there was a, a, an older couple. And I, Do you mind if I sit here with you? No, not at all. And some young guy walked in. You mind if I sit down here? And I looked, and he had Star Wars tattoos all over his legs. I'm like, of course you can sit here. And uh, we we didn't win, but we got 18 out of 20. Oh, you know? wow. But, and that didn't win. Yeah, that didn't wow. win. Wow, <laughs> man. No. So, yeah, it was that was fun. But they did have some Hawaii-specific activities during the sea days. They had a group on board that were uh, teaching. They were doing Hawaii storytelling 
They were teaching ukulele lessons. They were wow. giving hula hula dance lessons. Did, did you do hula were, lessons? I did not. Do <laughs> Come <hula>. on. <laughs> I went to the ukulele lesson though, and if you've ever tried to play an ukulele, there that's hard. You yeah. have to press really hard. Really, I just watched. But um, they had, you know, two or three of those each day. So if you miss really one, cool. you go another time. And then in the Buena Vista Theater, every morning they had um, a naturalist from Nat Geo or National Geographic. And he, I never went to any, but I walked by and the line to get in to sit down in the Buena, I like, they said it was packed every day. Really? I, I kind of wish I'd. I'd have gone to at least one of them, yeah. but they, he had different, um, different topics each day. And I didn't even take time to go back to the state room and watch the replays, you know, on the TV. I, there was, you think that there's like, what can you do to fill up your time for five days? Apparently you can do a lot <laughs> and sitting down and watching something on a television. Wasn't one of the things yeah. that I did. So. Yeah. I think those were all of the specific Hawaii activities. Yeah. They had lay making. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then I, I, they had other activities that I'd never seen before, but had heard that um, on lo- these longer crossing trips, they had on one day boat building, a boat building bash is what they called it. And well, they had a time every day where they would bring all these supplies. Basically you build a boat and it has to hold a can, a soda can of water. It has to float. And then they had four different prizes you could win. These people are serious about their boats. Like people brought stuff from home. What? But basically what, what you're supposed to do is anything, you can use anything you find on the ship. So somebody, I saw somebody use the wipes containers, those round wipes containers. And they taped those together. And then they also supplied popsicle sticks and duct tape and glue and all kinds of things. So people used all sorts of different, different supplies and you could come and they had time each day where you could come and get more supplies or just have time to work on it. And then on, I don't remember what night it was the last night. It might've been the second, the last night um, they had the race up on, uh, not a race, but they had the event up on um, the deck and all of the, deck officers the captain and um, the cruise director and the deck officers judged and um, picked their winners and then they put each of them in the water in the pool to see if they would float or not um that's cool and yeah it was fun so it, fact, it was not it, a race though no it was not a race okay. it was just a, it just had to float it gotcha. just had to float but they like most disney the most Disney looking. Um, That's really cool. The best flow. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Did it was they? Was it, was it to, in the goofy pool? Like, is that the pool that they used to, the, like, just the yeah, midship one? one? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was fun. There were probably fifteen. I mean, there were a lot. Wow. And like I said, some serious, serious people who have done this before. Serious boat building. Another fun activity was the officers hide and seek. They brought it, the, all, uh, probably 20 officers in and into Azor Lounge, all in their whites, so their white uniforms. They introduced everybody, said you know what they were the leader of. Then they sent them out, and then they all went and changed costumes into it was their own whatever they wanted to do. They could put wigs on. They could you know they could do anything they wanted to do. And 
spread out all over the ship. And then we had, uh, then they let us go and we had maybe 40 minutes to run all over the ship and try to find these officers. And if you found one, then they gave you a little piece of paper that said, you found the cruise director, you found the assistant cruise director, you found the hotel manager, you found the youth activities manager. I only found four. (laughs) (laughs) Like where, like where, where were they hiding? Like, where did you find them? So I found Trent was the cruise director and he was part of the custodial team in the, um, in the atrium. Okay. And he was just pretending to clean something. And it was, he said (laughs) that um, somebody from that team came up to him because he didn't have plastic gloves on and told him, you need to have your plastic gloves. Like, like scolding him almost, not realizing who he was (laughs) to tell him that he needed to have, you know, his plastic gloves on. Um, The, um, the port adventures uh, manager was also there, but I had talked to her just like the day before. And so I looked at her, I'm like, can I have one of your cards? She goes, yeah, you're the first one that's, that's noticed. So oh, here wow, was Trent. Yeah. Everybody was, yep. was um, surrounding him. Of course, he's probably the most recognizable face, you know, on the ship. And then nobody was asking her. Yeah. Funny, funny story, though. So then they brought them all back, and then we could see where everybody was. Um, the youth activities manager went up and put on a bibbidi-bobbidi boutique costume. I was up in Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. Um, I somebody else was in. I found him in one of the gift shops as a merchandise, and they had earning my ears. You know, so they were brand new. Please oh. don't ask me any questions. <laughs> I, I'm just earning my ears. Yeah. I can't help you. Um, yeah. But um, after the fact, they all gathered back. You know, we all gathered back into Azor, and they told everybody where they were. And the captain had on a ball cap and a t-shirt and a pair of shorts and some loafers. And he had gone up to um, the outdoor signals bar and recruited a, a couple of people to come sit with him at a table. And not one person found him. Not one person. He said not one person. Wow, that's found amazing. Him. So, Do you remember who yeah, the captain was? was? It's Captain Thord. Okay, yep. That's funny. Um, yeah, that was really, I thought that was kind of Because I would think, so I would think was, next to the cruise director, the captain is probably the next most recognizable person so that's funny that you'd think no one yeah. no one was able to find them <laughs> it was a, that's so that cool. was, i mean what a great what a great i mean they were having a, a great yeah. time the guests were having a great time i just thought what a fun thing to do yeah what else they they introduced a couple of new game shows on this cruise uh one was called the emperor's new game show and uh they had a a bunch of shoreside people there, the guy who developed it and all that were there to kind of see how it went. So that that's like a high energy game show that I laughed because in the navigator on the, on the app, it said the, the movie that your parents have seen, that you have no idea what it's about. <laughs> that's the truth. That movie came out in 2000. I mean, my daughter who works on the ship yeah. was born in 1998. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They also opened up um the Encanto celebration which apparently had been on the magic already had had opened up on the magic and I thought that was really a clever it was in D lounge um they had crafts and they had them all laid out on the tables and all the supplies that you needed glue dots and yarn and you could make maracas and 
butterfly something, maybe folded origami butterflies, uh, but they had instructions and all the supplies cool. on the tables. You could buy Colombian themed drinks, alcoholic and non-alcoholic oh. drinks. And I, in all my years of sailing on the winter, I don't ever remember that bar being open in D lounge and sure enough there, they were just making specific drinks, right. but I was like, it's the first time I've ever seen yeah, yeah. anybody working. It was sing along. So we sang along to all the songs, you know, we had kids up and dancing and beating drums, um, a little, you know, participatory. And then Mirabelle and Bruno came and they took pictures and spoke with anybody and everybody who wanted to come and talk to them and get pictures with them. Like they were there for a good hour. So that was a, that was, uh, I thought that was really overall just an all encompassing, really fun activity. Yeah. Did you get the sense that, that those were specific to these long cruises or are they, do you think there'll be something that kind of will be offered on the wonder going forward? Good question. Okay. I mean, the magic isn't doing any it's a new show so the magic isn't doing any super long itineraries so i think i think it's going to be something that um probably is even being offered in on the sydney sailings i don't know you know or the australia yeah yeah okay really cool was there nighttime entertainment in the walt disney theater every night like did they repeat any of the shows or did they have different acts you know performing they didn't there were no repeats wow um, okay yeah so the first night was a magician. Um, the second night was a ventriloquist. The third night was a golden Mickey's. Mm-hmm. And then they had um, they had a golden Mickey's after party in D Lounge. I've never heard about that before. I no, don't know what if that was that? Was, I, I didn't go to it, okay. but um, apparently you could go and meet some of the characters. Oh, cool. Or some of the I don't remember that being a thing either. Performers. Yeah, I didn't I was like, wait a minute, what what is this? And I didn't like I said okay. realize after the fact. Was um, that just on the navigator? Like that was just a an event open to anybody to anybody attend? who wanted oh, to okay. Yeah, yeah. Um and then the after the Golden Mickeys, there was a juggler and then Frozen, the Frozen Spectacular. Um and then we arrived in Hilo and all of those extra performers got off. So the juggler, the ventriloquist, the magician, they all got debarked there and a new group came, new acts came yeah. on board. And so that first night was um, a, a woman called Barry Kialoa and she was a singer and um, she's from Hawaii and she sang some traditional Hawaiian songs oh, cool. and some hawaiian fied you know regular songs um and then uh another trio i thought it was i thought they were amazing called heart and soul and they all played the ukulele but they were it was it was amazing yeah the the sounds the way that it was amazing it was amazing and the three of them were very and there were like brothers and sisters and cousins they were all related so i love that they did hawaiian themed entertainment and activities i i sort of wish they would do more of that even in like the caribbean or you know europe just having those really kind of authentic experiences based on the 
the destinations that you're going to. Obviously, this is a really special one because there aren't a lot of these cruises, so it's probably a little bit easier. But I just I I, I would love to see more of that with Disney Cruise Line, just having these authentic experiences based on the you know the cruises that you're sailing. I think that's really really a, a nice touch. No, absolutely, absolutely. And um, the second to last night was Disney Dreams, and then on the last night it was the Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. Let's talk about your your days in port a little bit because I'm really curious to hear about just your Hawaiian experience. So, what was the first port that you visited, and and what did you, what did you do while you were there? So the first port was Hilo. We had about you know typical port day, eight thirty to four thirty, five o'clock. We hired a driver from Tours by Locals which is a website, they're pretty big in Europe. And but they had, you know, a handful on each island. And we hired a driver and I was looking for more flexibility just so our daughter could join us and not get too far away from the port in case her schedule warranted a late pickup or early drop off. But we went to a botanical garden right in Hilo. So Hilo's on the um, rainy side of the island. Each island has a an arid side and a, a rainy side oh, wow. and Hilo's on this rainforest side. So it's very lush and green. And we went to a botanical garden uh, right on the water there. It was fabulous. And my husband loved that because I knew when we got to Oahu, we were going to go to Elani and he was, he would just have to tolerate that. <laughs> we're like, let's go to a botanical garden. Yeah. Honey, you'll love it. And he did. And we did. We all did. I mean, it's, it's a nice walk uh, down in the water by a cove. Um, our guide was he's lived there for 20 years and was very knowledgeable about the plants. And it was an educational but enjoyable trip. Then we went to Akaka Falls, which is the tallest waterfalls in the U.S. I mean, oh, wow. it's 440 feet. You can't get up close to it, but there's a lookout to see it so we went there this is part um, of the same tour yeah okay. the same guy he just yep, took us yep. like he kind of created a custom tour mm-hmm. for us i mean based on what he advertised yeah, right he right offered. was it just the three of um, you or was it a larger group it was just three of us oh nice three of us his car would have accommodated one more person okay. uh, yeah we would have been squeezed squeezed in there a little bit but um we could have taken one more person with us and then we stopped at a little local bakery and got some homemade uh, jellies and pastries. And then we went to a restaurant, just again, kind of a local restaurant, not away from all the tourists, and had a lovely lunch and went back to the port. So, no, that was great. That was that was a fun day. Like, oh, 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 I shouldn't say that was it. We went snorkeling. We went to a black sand beach oh. and got to go snorkeling for about... 45 minutes wow. too so okay that was cool that's cool and it's all you know lava rocks um on on the big island the big thing to do is to go to kilauea which is the most active volcano in the in the hawaiian chains and probably 80 percent of the people on the ship that's what they did we, we went to the big island 20 years ago we did that volcano trip and so we didn't feel like that was it's Mm. a two-hour drive you know you're spending a lot of time in the car if the volcano had been bubbling up and kind of you know oozing out some lava that might have been a little more enticing but um it was it was pretty quiet Mm. while we were there so we didn't care to do that and then there's also 
lava tubes and they're created from, you know, the lava flows and then they get cold and solidify and they're like big giant, you know, as big as a house tubes that you can walk in. Oh, wow. We didn't do that. We didn't do that either. But I, I talked to some people that, that went and did that and they were just amazed. So it was cool. cool. Yeah. It was nice. Cool. Yeah. And then the second day was Oahu. Um, we rented a car and I did it on Toro, the Toro app, which I had never heard of before, but it's kind of like an Airbnb for your car. Oh, I think wow. probably it's, it's most people just buy cars or lease cars and then rent them out. I don't think it's, it's interesting. You know, yeah. You just hand in over your car for the weekend, yeah. <laughs> letting somebody drive it. But I suppose you could. Right. And the pickup place, I picked it simply because it was close to the port. Like the pickup place was close to the port. Although they will come and pick you up for an extra fee and take you to wherever their car is. If you want to rent through the traditional rental agencies, you have to go to the airport in Hawaii. Oh, wow, yeah. That's really the I was only place. Say, I imagine that's probably a little bit more uh, more difficult to do the traditional uh, it's rental. Just an extra yeah. step. Yeah. yeah. I mean. They don't have rental car rental facilities near the port. Okay, that's all. I mean, it's all at the airport. Yeah. But um, so we got a car. Um, we had to do a couple of shopping errands. Um, again, since we had been there before, we kind of knew where to go to get less expensive souvenirs. Not cheap, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but anyway, fill up on our coffee and our macadamia yeah. nuts yeah. and. Yeah. Um, apparently someone needed a Halloween costume. And so <laughs> we did that and then um, came back to the ship and picked up Mallory and a friend and they wanted to go to Elani. So we drove up to uh, the Elani resort. How far was that from the port? It's maybe a 45 minute okay. drive. It's not bad. It could be really bad at traffic times, but you know, in the middle of the day, it wasn't bad. And we were able just to walk around, kind of do some, you know, exploring of the resort, go out to the lagoon. I, we could have gone swimming if we wanted to. We could have gone into the lagoon, those pools. We got uh, some shave ice. You got to get shave ice yep. when you're in Hawaii. It was a very busy day. There were We met some people that, were, that had come in because they were going on, getting on the ship in a few days to go to Australia. Oh, wow. And were coming and yeah. staying. And they also had an excursion as part of our ship to go to Aolani. So picture oh. regular Aolani people. Got it. Oh, Disney Cruise Line offered an excursion to Aolani. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a lovely part. Again, it's on the the arid side of Oahu. So the weather's great. It's, you know, lagoons, it's nice, safe waters. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then uh, we had dinner right there. There's a, a well-known restaurant called Monkey Pods. Uh, those are trees in Hawaii. Monkey Pods are trees, but um, there's a restaurant called Monkey Pods. They have really good food. And so we had kind of a late dinner there, or well, early dinner, late afternoon lunch. And then the girls had to get back to go to work. So we came back and dropped them off and uh, went to the Punch Bowl. It's a national cemetery that's in a, a, a volcano caldera. It's a small one. But um, it was originally for servicemen who lost their lives in the Pacific conflict. Oh, wow. So uh, in Pearl Harbor, yeah. but other, you know, other conflicts in the Pacific in um World War II. And then now, because it's a national cemetery, any anybody can apply to be interned there. But um, 
it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's up kind of high up over the city. So you can, they have a lookout and you can kind of, you know, see the water and see the city and um, all the, the trips that I've been to Hawaii, I've never had never seen it. So that was, that was nice. Mm. And then we returned our car and came back to the ship. We decided to skip dinner that night. And um, cause we had just, you know, had a big meal. And yeah. the next day was Kauai. And again, we hired another driver um, through tours by locals and she picked us up and took us to a secret waterfall um, there were a couple of cars there, but they were locals and it was pretty. Uh, we were kind of having to kill some time and not get too far away because of uh, we had to go back to pick up Mallory and another friend to join us. But um, saw the waterfalls. We went to a chocolate farm. Could you get into the water at that waterfall? We could have. We didn't. Okay. But yes, you could have, but we didn't. Yep. And then... Um, then we went to a chocolate farm and did a little chocolate tasting. Oh, and Oh, gosh. We bought all the chocolate because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, my gosh. It was funny. Um, and we then we ran back to the ship and picked the girls up and then went to this woman. Her family lives on a, you know, a hill in a little neighborhood at the end of the road is a walkway to go to other waterfalls and jumping off and diving watering holes and so we hiked for about an hour to get back to these waterfalls and uh, my husband jumped in and the guide jumped in off off the cliff and then um, hiked a little bit further to the next watering hole and there was a, a big you know rope swing and oh, cool. everybody could could get in and again only locals are there i guarantee you nobody else on that ship did what we did that wow day. that's amazing i love that that is like my thing i love that experience like when we did a southern caribbean cruise my only priority was to find a waterfall with like a watering hole to jump into this waterfall. And so we did that in Guyana, which there's a whole story about that. But it was like, that's, that's like my thing. That sounds like just right up my alley. I would love to do something like that if we ever go to Hawaii. So I'm definitely going to get, you know, more information uh, kind of offline on, on that, on what you did that day. Yeah. <laughs> I have always, I, it's not that I haven't wanted to go to Kauai before, but it seemed very for the adventurous type mm. and i i'm more like i'm just give me a beach chair okay. and, you know <laughs> sure <laughs> so it, it absolutely Kauai offers all of those they have um a, a big tourist destination on that island is called grand canyon the hawaiian grand canyon but it's called it's waimea canyon. oh yeah yeah and People that did, I think the winners besides us that day were the people who did helicopter tours of that canyon. And I, if you've ever seen the Grand Canyon, I mean, it's a, it's just beautiful, all the colors and the walls. And, yeah. Um, so we did not see that. I, I would absolutely go back to, you know, see that. Um, I think that was probably a big highlight for um, for people who got to go do that. Um, I know some people did a bus tour of it and they were a little bit disappointed. Oh, really? In, yeah. And well, it's just a lot of time in a in a vehicle to go and here's the here's the Grand Canyon kids. OK, we got to go. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> and that was another uh 
more of a shorter day in port. We came back and everybody was hungry and we decided to get um, sushi at a sushi truck right by the port. And How was it? it was amazing. Oh, no way. That's awesome. It was so good. It took forever. Yeah. But it was so good. Huh. It was like, a, yeah, a truck. This It was so good. Cool. So, um, so that was fun. That was fun. Um, and then we dropped the girls off and then actually we still had some time with our, with our guide. So we went to a, a little bar restaurant that's on the water and, you know, had ourselves a fruity cocktail and visited a little bit more with our driver. And, um, and then she took us back to the ship and, you know, it was, it was really cool. And then um, the last day was Maui. We had planned to get away, nothing specific. We were just kind of find a local beach, someplace to go and just chill. It was going to be a chill day. And um, uh, one of the girls on Mallory's team got sick. And so they asked her to fill in for her. So she kind of had her day broken up with a couple hours here and then a couple had to be back and then a couple hours there. So we ended up just going across. So Maui's kind of got two, two land masses, two volcanoes, mountains, and then a thin part in between. And, and the ship was on the, the north side and we just took an Uber to the south side. And here's a, a tip. If you tell the Uber driver where you want to go, you know, you put it in your, your thing. And he goes, why do you want to go there? I'm like, well, we just want to go to a sand beach. And he says, oh, well, I know a great sand beach you can go to. And he took us and dropped us off. And of course, the Uber app says, it looks like you've been dropped off, you know, not at your location. Are you okay? I'm like, of course we're okay. But no, there was no sand anywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just like grass and then rocks. Oh, no. And yeah, it was kind of a drag. So the, and it was really hot. So the tip is have them bring you where you yeah. actually want to go. <laughs> Especially if you're somewhere where you have no idea yeah, yeah, where yeah. you are. Oh, my so. goodness. Too um, funny. Uh, but um so that was a very chill we came back to the ship and just kind of hung out at the pool for a little while and took a nap and it was a very i packed i was all packed by the time we you know started doing our evening things and um ready to go it was it was a very relaxing day because of the fires in lahaina on that part of the island they had just opened it up but i don't think anybody went there mm. um I know that all, Disney canceled all of their excursions to that area well before yeah. our cruise. We were worried that they wouldn't even make the stop in Maui, but it's that's a cool. There, there's um, volcano Haleakala volcano. You can go up there before dawn and ride bikes down. You know, after the sunrise, and they have a couple of really cool luau's there that you know mm. had had things been different, we might have enjoyed those. Yeah. And that's, you know, next morning they kicked us off, Getting made us the take worst. our luggage. Ugh. They're just so rude. The nerve. So rude. I know. I know. I, I mean, it was <laughs> it was really, really fun watching your your cruise kind of as you were able to share. I really enjoyed watching, you know, the different photos and videos that you uh, posted in those ports of call. And one of the things that I really liked about this cruise in particular was that you got to go to all these different islands in Hawaii. And I guess... One of the one question I wanted to ask you is, you know, what are your you've been to Hawaii as a, a visitor, not on a cruise. And not, now you've done the Hawaiian cruise. What are your thoughts on experiencing Hawaii? Like if you want to ha go and have an, a Hawaiian experience, you want to visit 
Hawaii and, you know, kind of be a, be a local for a little while. What are your thoughts on doing it this way where you were on a cruise ship that kind of took you to different places versus going and staying somewhere for a few nights and then maybe going somewhere else for a few nights? Like, what do you, which one do you think gives you the better kind of Hawaii experience, I guess? Well, like, you know, it's like going anywhere. Like I'm not ultra familiar with Europe. So for me to go and get to go to Brussels for a day or get to go to Copenhagen for a day or get to go, you know, to Amsterdam for a day, I like that. It gives me a little taste of wanting to go back. So for me to be able to say, I think that's always a great idea. You get a taste of it. Um, If you live on the East Coast or if you live in Europe, getting to Hawaii is hard. So the other part that I remember just when our kids were younger and for a vacation experience, I don't like packing and unpacking. So um, if you can do a cruise where you don't have to do all that and still get to visit all these places, I think that's a great idea. Um, If I were just going to go vacation in Hawaii, I would absolutely go to Oahu, which is their main um, their main island because there's so much to do on that island Mm. that even if you were staying at in the disney bubble at elani you could have a car and go you could spend one day and just go around the island you couldn't stop and do a whole lot on the way but you can get anywhere on a day trip Mm. from elani or from waikiki but pearl harbor like you can't you can't go to Hawaii and not go to Pearl Harbor. Did, did Disney Cruise Line offer any port adventures to Pearl Harbor? Do you know? They did. Okay. They did. Cool. And I'll, I'll tell you why we didn't book. When I first booked the cruise, there were only maybe six different port adventures in each of the ports four months ahead of time. Like it was crazy to me that there weren't they weren't offering more. And that's why I started looking at different options just to do on our own. I was confident in doing that because I'd been there before. And except for Kauai, I I knew what we could do, what we couldn't do on the other islands. One of our vacations, we spent four days on the big island and then we spent four days on Oahu. And um, again, that packing up and having to move. But the, the, the little airplanes are like, bus tickets i mean sure yeah they they're every hour and multiple airlines and it's super easy to get from island to island so it's hard for me to say i i wouldn't spend a, i wouldn't plan on spending a whole lot of time in honolulu it's yeah. a big city yeah it's like every big city yeah. but waikiki's got some iconic things you know you got to see them once yeah. i i don't know you got to see this touristy stuff just to say, oh, well, well that's what that looks like in person. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Right, right, oh, wow, right. I can't believe I got to see that. Got and it. then and then you go find the secret waterfalls and yeah. watering holes and go swimming. So. Cool. Sounds great. Well, I, I've, I've been dying to get to Hawaii and this only kind of like made that even worse. So I, like I, we're just, we've, I don't know if I've told you, we've, we've planned a a Hawaiian trip, I think three times now. And for whatever reason, they've all not worked out. And so we're we're just like, we need to, we need to make this happen. And then, and uh, so I'm, I'm dying to do that. I, I just, 
Seems like like my type of place. I just love, like you said at the beginning, like it just seems like I would really like the vibe of it, the the different things that you can do. I love that climate. Like I'm a warm weather, w- sunshine, beaches, you know, that type of climate. So really looking forward to get out there one of these days. Thank you so much for for, for sharing your, you know, your experience with, with us. That was a, a lot of fun and um, just really interesting hearing about all this. Well, I appreciate it. I love talking about, like I said, when I looked at my photos today, I was just going back, you know, looking through them. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I miss it. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. And I was actually, <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I just pulled up your, your Instagram account and I see that you have saved stories uh, for Hawaii. So be sure to go check out Lisa's account. I'm going to be, I'm going to go now and kind of go through all your stories again and just kind of see what revisit your 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 cruise experience so be sure to check out lisa's instagram account at see ya real soon and uh lisa just thanks again for for doing this i I really appreciate it and for for spending all your time uh chatting about this no i appreciate you asking i always enjoy talking to you so well we'll do it again soon sometime all right thanks Wes. all right have a good night you too As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Instagram or Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude podcast. You can also check out my blog at the DCL Dude.com. Please feel free to reach out with questions or ideas for future show topics, and I'd be super grateful if you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Beyond that, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah.